Hey, hey, everybody, it is Chris Aiken, and guess what, folks? I've got a couple of copies of this bad sucker right here. Call Me Chris, my best-selling book to date. It is a, uh, it's a stellar book, I think. You know, I, if I can be so bold, it is a stellar book. It is about my time recovering from my burn accident. It is my best-reviewed one. It is my best-selling book. And I actually found a few copies that are autographed and ready to go. So if you've been waiting for your book, uh, call me Chris. You wanted it autographed. Now's the time because I don't have many of them. And once they're gone, they're gone. So order it today over at chrisakenbooks.com. It's XYZ right here on your classic metal show featuring Terry Aloose on lead vocal with Inside Out. That one going up by request our good friend Sal in the chat room. And just before that, uh, we heard uh, our good friend Ron Keel from the band Keel with uh, Here Today, Gone Tomorrow going out to uh, Scarfoot in the chat room. All right. Getting all the requests in. Yeah, man. Well, speaking of uh, Terry Aloose. Yes. Uh, you sent over a song, if you could pull up that uh, YouTube video that uh, he and George Lynch collaborated on. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's just two classic metal type guys doing what two classic metal guys, uh, classic metal guys do together. Uh, not trying to break any new ground here, not trying to do anything weird and uh, what you want to call um, trying to trying to be current. They, they just, uh, George Lynch just uh, did what he did, and Terry Aloose does what he does, and they collaborated and put out a pretty cool song. Yeah, I, I got to admit, I was surprised by this song because I just didn't, I didn't hear anything about it. You know, I, I really didn't hear that it was coming or anything. And usually there's something like, hey, these guys are working together or they're working on something. Well, the only way I knew aside from you sending it to me, because I, I heard about it, but I didn't hear it. And then you sent it to me was uh, Terry uh, announced it on his LinkedIn page. Okay. On his and, LinkedIn page. Yeah. He put it out there. Uh, George Lynch and I collaborated. Check it out. Okay. You know, and then you sent it to me uh, later that day. And I was just right. like, well, let's, let's take a listen. Let's take a look. Sure. All right. I have it ready. If you're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> All right, here we go. So, uh, George Lynch, George, of course, uh, you know, from Dokken, Lynch Mob, various other bands, KXM, you know, all his various outlets, done a lot of uh, cameos, Sweet Lynch, all yeah. kinds of things like that. And, uh, you know, he collaborated with uh, Terry Aloose of XYZ. And, you know, Terry's been around. He, sang with great white for a decade or so sure and uh somehow they just kind of hooked up mm -hmm. and uh knocked out this tune and uh you know again this goes back to the first segment about technology and all right how much do you think it cost them to do this video five hundred dollars yeah that's what i'm saying it, it probably didn't cost a whole lot i mean they just took a lot of live shots from the studio right and and and, and, and i gotta give you know, before we get into the video, I got to give, uh, some of these guys, uh, 
props for having the presence of mind to think ahead of time that, hey, we're going to record this in the studio. Let's get all kinds of footage from different angles. Sure. Let's do this for a video. And and it, it whether they re, uh, rehearsed it or not ahead of time, it doesn't look that way. It looks like they were working it out the whole time and, yeah. you know, put it together. And so, you know, props to whoever had the idea that, hey, these guys are in the studio. They're going to bang out a new tune together and let's let's film the progression and make a music video out of it. Sure. Absolutely. All, All right. right. What's let's the name see. of the tune? It is called, I don't know. It is called All or Nothing. All right. I think. All right. Either All or Nothing. Wait a minute. No. It is called Dead or Alive, I think. I think the song is called Dead or Alive. The band the, the is called All or Nothing. Yeah, I think this is a band called All or Nothing that hired Terry and George. Okay. I don't know that to be true, but the the way this thing is displayed on the on the youtube video says dead or alive dash terry lewis and george lynch featuring aon all or nothing okay so i'm thinking all or nothing is the band or or a person yeah and and george and terry are the singer and guitar player of this okay whatever <clears throat> and the song is dead or alive that's all a right. guess but okay I guess we'll figure it out when we get to the chorus. So. All right. So, so here's uh, guitar legend George Lynch and uh, uh, recognizable vocalist uh, Terry Elowes. All right. Here we go. not bad and getting back to your 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 uh digital uh internet now your mm -hmm. man that's coming through like like i'm playing it here in the studio nice there's no yeah, it seem, it there's seems no chipping, to... no chipping out and you and i are talking over each other and it's not uh you know muting one of us right no it, it definitely seems like they fixed a lot of bugs and for whatever reason, when I play it from YouTube, it sounds like shit, at least in the recording. But when I play it, when I download the videos and then just play them, mm -hmm. they seem to work perfectly. So yeah. this is, I, and the thing is on, on my end, it's just as clean, as clear as could be. It's like, it's like I'm playing the YouTube video for over here. Yeah. That's good. good. I like it. I do too. Good, good job. Yeah. Way to go. StreamYard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's hear some more of this. This is pretty good. I like it. Yeah. All right, here we go. solid man yeah terry's getting a lot of good good uh, tone out of that bass he's playing <laughs> he's thumping that bass just yeah he's he's going for it yeah, he is he's, <laughs> he's got the uh he's got the old air guitar or air bass going yeah he's liking it he's 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 jamming to this tune not only has he got the hang loose thing going on but he's got the thumbs up going simultaneously yeah Hawaiian style, I guess. Is that the? <laughs> he can't contain himself. He's, he's got the hang loose thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, rocking. He doesn't. <laughs> want, he doesn't want to do this because he doesn't want to get sued by Gene Simmons, who claims right. you invented that. That's right. So he just I don't have to use this in your video. I'm going to have to, uh, you know, get my uh, royalty on that. Uh, Terry, that would be 18 cents for the video plays. You can send me a check. <laughs> All right, a little more of this. Here All we right. go. I want to get at least to the Lynch solo. So. Sure. All right, here we go. Maybe. Or not. Did it freeze up on you? Fucking shit. See that? We, we fucking say about the technology being great, and what does it do? It fucking freezes. You fucking shitbag. <laughs> oh. You go, you go from hero to dog in, in a mm. matter of seconds. Second.
am I crazy and thinking that George is not here with these guys? That he's at home? <laughs> I think he's there, isn't he? I think he's at home. You think? I think that's his house. All right. And the only reason I think that is because I've interviewed him before at his house, and it looks familiar. Oh, okay. Well, so I'll be. So I think, you know, and, you know, obviously I would think the average person is just kind of hearing this and rocking to it would never even think, hey, he's right. not there. Yeah. Well, again, what does it take to do a, a guitar solo over a music track and, yeah. you know, turn yeah. it in? And have your chick hold your fucking iPhone. <laughs> exactly. All right. Go for it. Here All we right. go. All right. A little more. I like it. Not bad at all. Oh yeah. I guess all or nothing is the band. Yeah. Oh, there you go. All right. I feel bad for whoever's the real singer of that band. He ain't getting nothing. <laughs> well, it does, it does, apparently, uh, I don't know if they're, uh, they got a singer. At least he's not listed on there. Maybe it's just D Sawyer. Maybe it's the girl. Could be. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's Terry and we just don't know yet. Yeah. Maybe. Could be. But I like it. I'm, I'm like, I, I would listen to more of that. Yeah. You definitely can hear the, uh, the George Lynch docking riffs in there. Oh yeah. Well, George can still play. There's no question about that. I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely still a great player. Mm -hmm. He may, he may look like Roger waters, but he's <laughs> he fucking brings it. Well, I, it, it's just kind of weird, uh, over the last two years, you know, of all the literally couple of decades that I've, I've, you know, rubbed elbows with George, uh, within the last two years, he's finally kind of like embraced me like a, like a bud. Right. You know? But up until that point, he's always been real standoffish, just kind of like real, you know, but, uh, uh, when I did a little business with him about six weeks ago for another friend of ours, mm -hmm. uh, he and I sat in his trailer and just shot the shit for probably about uh, 20, 25 minutes. That's cool. You know, I mean, he, he, he seems like he's not the mean old curmudgeon that wanted to fight me back in 2000 or 2001, whenever that was, whenever that, whenever that fucking situation happened, he seems quite pleasant now. Yeah. He's, he's turned a new leaf. It's he's a different George. Yeah. I like, I, I like this George. He's, he's yeah. definitely, he's definitely still a little odd. Like he's hard. <laughs> he's hard to read. He, I mean, is hard, I, he is hard to read. I, I will grant you that. He He's definitely hard to read, but once he gets a little comfortable with you, then it's okay. You know, then he's, then he's cool. So well, good on him. I like this all or nothing, whatever. So check that out. Dead or alive on YouTube. Yeah. So, 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 uh, I, you know, again, I wonder if, if that is a one-off, uh, you know, for George and Terry to just do this cameo thing with this band. It's probably the same as what you're trying to set up with your friend. Yeah. 
Probably. I, probably I, the same exact thing. <laughs> I'm going to probably say uh, you're probably correct. Sure. Hmm. <coughs> and, so. and, we'll, and we'll find out about that, uh, oh, I don't know, probably in a couple of months. Okay. We'll, well, I hope we'll, that works out. We'll maybe hear hear that. All right. That'll be good. All right. Um, I got another video here. I'm going to save this real quick and send it over to you. Real, All right. Real quick. All right. And, uh, apparently, um, uh, Metallicash, mm -hmm. uh, played a show in Pittsburgh recently. Yeah. Last week. Yeah. And, uh, I got some, I got some video from the, uh, from the show. Okay. And it was brought to my attention and I didn't look at this specifically just because i didn't want to see it mm -hmm. i wanted to get first take but apparently uh uh apparently james being that you know newly announced divorce and all that shit yeah uh he he in the last few years at least you witnessed it yourself uh that uh he has this tendency now to give these little speeches and shit Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, this, this was sent over to sent over to us by our good friend, um, uh, Brian Bauman. Okay. About uh, James giving some kind of speech at the, uh, at the Pittsburgh show. All right. Give me one second to download it. Do, 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 do. And he was commenting that it was kind of odd. It's like, so what's your message here, James? Please don't take my money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that probably is his message right now is please don't take my money. Well, don't take all of my money. Yeah. Well, she ain't going to get all of it. I mean, he's a, he's a wealthy individual. I'm, I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he ain't going to be looking to book gigs to make his next meal. So, so what is Metallica out on just out on tour playing shows? Yeah. Just to be run doing a summer run. They're not really promoting anything. They're just out playing. Just out playing. Okay. They're out playing because they're the biggest band in the world and they can. Sure. Well, yeah. you know, they, they weren't playing like year after year after year. It seemed like they would take a break for one. one or two. Yeah. Whoops. Sorry. One or two years. And, yeah. um, then uh, they'd come back and they'd tour on some promotional thing that they were doing mm -hmm. and, and uh, so on and so forth. Um, that didn't pop up where we're. Uh, oh, let me see where it's supposed to go to. It was supposed to be. I, did, I, I downloaded the video so that we oh, could get the sound. Be at like about the 520 mark, 515 right. mark. I can move to that. That's what I'm being told anyway, according to this. Five. 20 here we go all right but apparently uh james gives a speech about suicide oh good <laughs> so so uh let's see what james has to say all right here we go scary it's really scary everyone here has been touched by it one way or another 
We all struggle. We all know what uh, we all know what darkness is. And if you are feeling like you need to take your own life, please do not. Please wait. Please talk to somebody. Somebody loves you always. I love you, no matter what, no matter what you've done, you are not alone! All right. A PSA from, from uh, the great hat. I could just see the NBC thing coming across. The more you know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Well, when people are... Uh, what always amazes me when people are, are filming this stuff from the audience, mm -hmm. why can't they hold their camera still? Well, the way this guy's moving around, it's his breathing or her breathing. It's, it's their like, breathing. It's like, look, this is some fatty like me. That's breathing heavy. <laughs> that's what it what Watch. I'll, I'll, I'll pull it back. And you watch. And if you watch, it goes up and down with the breath. Watch. Right now, going up and down with the breath. Is that what it is? Yeah. We've all felt darkness before, right? That's what this song is about. This your song. It's about something we're not supposed to talk about. That's all it is. It's, it's oh, okay. some, some out of breath fatso <laughs> filming and just. Wait, where you know, did they moving? Where did they play PNC Park? PNC, yeah. Okay. Want to hear a story about this? Yeah, I do. All right. So after the gig, um, well, even uh, let me start over here. My my friend that um owns a lot of the pinball machines at at Pinball PA, Ed, mm -hmm. he hangs out on um, Sunday nights after after we close at Pinball PA. There's a bar in the Marriott, like a bar restaurant in the Marriott Hotel. Where's the Marriott at? Somewhere in downtown Pittsburgh. Oh, so he goes to downtown? He goes somewhere. Yeah, I guess. I, I've not been to the Marriott, but All right. But he, he goes there pretty much every Sunday. That's kind of okay. his hang. Okay. I don't know if he knows some girl at the, that works the bar or something, gets some drinks or something. There's probably a girl involved somewhere because why <laughs> else would you do that? So he's down at the he's down at the place and one of the reasons he goes is, and this is me and you can't relate to, but somebody I'm sure can is they let him bring his fucking dog with him. Oh, I I'm seeing more and more of that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I was at home Depot, uh, picking up the paint that, that they're using here in the house and people are, you know, bringing their dogs with mm -hmm. them, you know, right. and, 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 and this whole, emotional support animal stuff is just yeah. out of hand. It is. I agree. It's out, it's out of hand. It's just like, is that your excuse? Is this the reason why you get to bring fluffy with you to the, yeah. to the store? Yeah. Just makes everything better. Mm -hmm. So, so anyway, so he's hanging out at the, at the hotel, having some dinner and drinks or whatever he's doing. Who walks in, but Metallica. Oh, really? Metallica walks in. And, um, he sees, he, cause at first I, I started getting texts from him and he was like, what's up with this fucking Robert Trujillo? And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, he's, he fucking walked into the hotel in a robe. Cause I guess he just came straight from the stage, took off his sweaty clothes, put on a robe and he walked into the 
you know, and then they, they got right into the limo that took him to the, to the Marriott or whatever. Okay. So he sees him, he sees Lars, he sees Kirk says, Kirk looks like a fucking ghoul. <laughs> you know, he said he looks like a, like his skin is all gray and he looks like he's dead. Oh, yeah. And I get that because he's trying to be a horror guy now. Is he? Oh yeah. He's, he's way into the whole horror. He's thing, so, horror so, he's trying, so he's trying to take on that persona. I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know that part of it. I just know that he's way involved in horror stuff. Like his guitars even now are like painted with horror creatures on them and shit. So he's into that, that zone. All right. But he said, but so Ed starts by texting me that I'm like, what the fuck? And then he says, he, he texted me a picture of these picks and i was like what's that about he said well headfield gave me some picks if i would let him pet my dog (laughs) (laughs) nice so he got these picks from james headfield for petting his dog okay so he and, and it just pissed me off because here i am metallica fan right been to 40 whatever number 44 45 metallica shows Ed doesn't even like Metallica and they fucking stumble into him because of his dumbass dog. And I'm like, what the fuck? All right. And it's the first, even more to the fact, it's the first time I actually passed on a Metallica show. Okay. Cause remember I I've been saying all along, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. go to anymore. Sure. And this was the first one near me and I actually got offered a free ticket to go. And I turned it down. I was like, I do not want to make that drive. I don't want to pay for the hotel room you know, to go and see a bad Metallica show. Sure. And so I didn't go, but sure as shit, you know, and you know this, if I would have gone, where would I have been after the show with Ed? Yeah. I'd have been with Ed. I would have fucking ran into the Metallica guys just hanging out. I'd have grabbed Ed's dog right from him and said, yeah, come and pet my dog. Mm-hmm. I would have absolutely lied to him. Yeah. This is my dog fluffy. So, so I take it. Your friend, Ed didn't take a picture with Hatfield. Nope. He doesn't care. Okay. He, but uh, but uh, let me see if I can't find that text real quick. I can put the picture up maybe. Uh, where's the picture of the pics? Uh, or what the fuck? Where's the picture of the pics? There they are. Let me email it to myself. Jesus. <laughs> should have been should have been more ready for this, right? Yeah, well, you didn't know that uh, we we're going to talk about this though. Yeah, no kidding. All right, let's see. Um, Gmail to Chris and send. Now go to this screen. Jesus Christ, what a fucking. This is not the best radio we've ever done. (laughs) (laughs) There was no show prep tonight. None. None. None at all. But but here's the uh, here's the picks. Oh, share screen. What is this? Opera tab. And here's the pics that Headfield gave him for letting him pet his dog. Cool. <clears throat> and of course, they're they're um the pics are like um for each city. Like I don't know if you can really see it or not, but this is like a pirate guy. Okay. Because it's Pittsburgh. I got gotcha. you. These fucking. Oh, yeah, these yeah, yeah. fucking these fucking picks sell on eBay for like $150, $200 a pick. Nice. So in essence, to pet his dog, Hetfield gave him $600. Yeah, but you know, to Hetfield, it's 25 cents. 
Yeah, to Hetfield. It's like, ah, here, bro. You know. And then and then Ed, he was like, because he was he was just gonna give him to his kid or something until he looked him up, and then he was like, Holy shit, I'm selling these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> these were actually handed to me from the guy who uses them. Yeah, they might be hand you they might be game used. I don't know. I can't really tell. I don't know how you would tell. All right. But you know, they might be from the show. They might have used them. I don't know. Uh, but nice. But there you go. So he got he got handed a bunch of picks just for um you know letting letting Hetfield pet his dumb dog. Just placing time, huh? Yeah. So there you go. That's the same show. Nice. Luckily James didn't commit suicide, so he could pet that dog. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was James's support animal. Maybe. Maybe he was feeling lonely, gave that speech, and then got in there and said, oh, here's something that makes yeah. me feel better. This yeah. support animal. This is my emotional support animal. It was a good thing you were here, bro. Yeah. All right. So that's right. that's that's my news on Metallica. All right. Well, I, I sent you over another YouTube video. I sent you two emails. Get the second one. The first mm -hmm. one was the link uh, to the story, but the second oh. one isn't actually a YouTube video. I'm pulling it right now. But apparently somebody that I met back in December for the first time, uh, mm -hmm. childhood star Corey Feldman. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to meet Corey and hang out with him for a little bit uh, at sure. the Whiskey um, back in December. And uh, I invited him on the show and I was back and forth with his manager three or four times, but nothing ever came of that. Right. As it was always, well, who's your audience and what's your cumes and what's your numbers? And what? Yeah. Like, all right. All right. Yeah. What's your cume? Yeah. You're Corey fucking Feldman. Not exactly a big name these days, pal. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I tried, I, I went back and forth two and three times. I just gave up because it was a bunch of horse shit trying right. to. Like, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and chase this guy. Yeah, it's like, who cares? It's Corey I, Feldman. I, I invited you on in person. I, ta I talked to your manager. I text back and forth with him two and three times. And if I couldn't make it happen, I'm, I'm done yeah. with it. Then go fuck yourself. Exactly. But apparently he talked about, um, I guess he was on tour. Or he opened up for Marilyn Manson or something. Okay. <laughs> Again, that's news to me. It's like, Boy. whatever. That would be quite the show. Jesus. But, Marilyn uh, Manson with special guest, Corey, Corey Feldman. Yeah. Yeek. <laughs> so I guess he, uh, according to Corey Feldman, he was saying that Marilyn Manson sabotaged his 2017 tour. Okay. Uh, so I guess in this video, he talks about, uh, you know, Marilyn Manson screwing him over, man. All right. Well, so, I have it. Ready? All right, let's go. All right, here we go. You had uh, uh, previously alluded to some crazy things that happened on tour. <laughs> Would you care to elaborate? What are some of the craziest things that you've seen? on? All right, look at this big rock star guy and his green screen blows. Yeah, I know. I mean, look, he'll, he'll do this guy, this consequence show, but this, this guy's doing this with a white background and a, you know, in a plain Jane room. And then Corey's got some kind of fucky. Yeah, I would, it's probably his album cover or something. Yeah, Corey's using the. First of all, this is Zoom, and not not that I should know this, but I I'm on this shit enough to know exactly what I'm looking at. This okay. is Zoom. This is this is a Zoom broadcast. He's using Zoom's built-in green screen, okay, which doesn't work for shit. Which is why if you look over his his um left shoulder, it's all left 
yeah, left shoulder, right shoulder. You'll see it flickering in and out. I noticed that right away. Because he has shitty light. Plus, he's doing it on his iPhone, and he has it turned sideways or turned up and down instead of sideways, so it fills the whole fucking block. Right. Everything about this is wrong. <laughs> but but getting him to do our show was was like pulling teeth. Well, why would he want to do a pro show? Right, of course. All right, let's see what this guy has to say. Here we go. Okay, well, I mean, the Heavenly Tour was... Looks like fucking Max Headroom. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah, he's all quivery and shit. <laughs> Jeez, oh man. What was this, iPhone 8? Yeah. iPhone 6? Jesus. All right, here we go. Definitely the uh, exact opposite of that. Uh, it was... <laughs> The hellish tour, Corey's hell tour, is really what it should have been called. But that was due to infiltration. Uh, we had literally infiltration on our last tour. We had people that were sent in that were spies that were not actually there to be musicians, but rather there to cause mayhem. And uh, this was when I hired all the girls. So uh, it was it was a nightmare. It was okay. Here's my question, Corey. Why? You're not the Rolling Stones. Spies. You're not Limp Biscuit. You're not Corn. You're not Metallica. You're Corey Feldman. Uh, they they had they had troublemakers uh, brought in to to fuck him up. For what reason? Who knows? I, I mean, how many people even know Corey does music? Probably not many. No. I mean, dude, we know he does music. Both of us have known he does music for at least ten years. Name one song. Couldn't tell you. There you go. And I'll bet you no one else can either without going to Google. This guy, there's Marilyn Manson spying on him for what? To get his great ideas from him? That's when he got his chicks, his angels. Are they, are they called his angels? Are I think they, they called the, the white angels or something. Or okay. Illuminated angel. I don't remember what it was, but. All right. It was some bad thing. Remember, it was just awful. Didn't we watch it? And it was just terrible. Oh, yeah. he, he did a performance on like, you know, some kind of like a Merv Griffin style show or something. Yeah, something terrible. But all right, let's see what else he's got to say here. The nightmare. So uh, they were, when was this? This was on our last tour, the, the 2017 tour when I had to shut it down amidst the tour. We had done like 80 shows. It was supposed to go international. Um, but unfortunately, uh, international, this was our last tour five years ago. Yeah. But international. international, why was it supposed to go international? I don't know. Some promoter thought it was the next hot thing. It, it made exactly nothing, no impact stateside. How many people, you know, a lot of people that go to shows. I know a lot of people that go to shows. Who, who in your friend base that goes to a lot of shows said, you're not going to believe who I saw last night. Nobody. Corey Feldman. I was surprised to see him at the whiskey show when I met him. <laughs> Seriously. He, 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 was, he, yeah, he came in to the dressing room, you know, cause he and Don are friends. Sure. And, uh, this is like, oh, Hey shit. There's Corey Feldman. Yeah. You're like, dude, you were a great actor 30 years ago. What happened? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, here we go. There were some people planted into the tour that were literally just there to cause problems. Uh, they were purposely singing off key, purposely playing wrong parts, you know, doing stuff like that so that we would get negative attention, negative. Why? He didn't have, he didn't have his own band. 
what the, I don't know. I, I mean, but, who, who, would, who would be people who would be performing with him? He might hire, were, he might just hire session guys to do these shows at each individual. Uh, no. no, I mean, he might just hire people for the tour. I mean, some, some bands, well, do I understand, that, but, but, if, but if a guy fucks up even in one show, yeah, you get rid of them. You get rid of them or go, Hey, what, what was that? Oh, I'll do better next time, Corey. And then the next show it was fucky. And they go, yeah, you're gone. Yeah. And why would anybody do this? It's Corey Feldman. Yeah. I mean, the bat, I'm going to take this from the other side. What would the backlash be for you as a musician? If you were proven to be sabotaging a G lister like Corey Feldman, <laughs> what would the backlash be if you were that guy and they somehow could prove, and where's the name of this person? Why isn't he saying Sasha B or whatever her name was, was out there and she was singing off key on purpose. Yeah, And, and who hired these people? He didn't, he wasn't part of any kind of a, a rehearsal thing or a, a you know, yeah audition thing like oh yeah this guy's a good guitarist oh this guy's a good background singer well my point is is if if somebody was truly sabotaging you wouldn't just say who they are yeah and and get rid of them right away to where yeah. it sabotage the entire tour well they were they were singing off key for 80 shows but you know <laughs> we kept them for 80 shows okay yeah this just something doesn't smell right here yeah just the, the, this guy, how many tickets do you think he would really sell anywhere? I don't know. hundred. I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's probably pretty big on the comic-con circuit. No, I'm talking about his music. No, I'm talking I, about no, to see his music. No, no, this, no, I, I can't even imagine him selling a hundred. What was he? What, uh, I can unless see. There a, unless there was a meet and greet and people were just showing up to get their Lost Boys or their yeah, or their or their fucking Stand by Me autographed or something, or Goonies or some shit. Yeah, like but they they weren't there to get their CD signed. Yeah, and they're certainly not there saying, you know what, my favorite artist is here, Corey Feldman, hitting the stage tonight. Yeah, there's no one doing that. Oh, all right, here's some more views and then you know made all these terrible allegations after the tour ended saying we didn't feed them and we didn't pay them and they didn't shower and just stupid stuff uh but it went on and on and um you know that was a, a nightmare for us obviously we had all kinds of stuff we had to deal with us with with because of that um and you know it, it it left a bad taste in my mouth and especially given the fact that we were doing so well there was so much success there was so much positive energy um where <laughs> so much success so much success and they were doing so well where what well, where define success yeah Ooh. I, I don't know anybody that's ever seen Corey Feldman at anywhere, including a Comic-Con, to be honest. I don't know anybody that's ever seen him anywhere other than you. Yeah. And he just showed up because he was a fan of Dokken and was at the show and whatever. Well, maybe he thinks that that crowd that was there for Dokken was really there for him. And that was a success. Well, I'm looking at his Spotify. Yeah. And um, the highest 
the highest play count he's got on any song he's got on here. Yeah. Is 204,000 plays. Which is a lot. That's surprisingly a lot to me, but it's not a ton, but. No. And the rest of them are like 25,000. Yeah. You know. Play some of that one. That's 204,000. Let's see if we, if we know it, somebody must know it. All right, here we go. Just wind me up. <laughs> Digging it. Isn't that sound like Freakazoid? Sounds like it, yeah. It sounds like a Midnight Star, no parking on the dance floor or something. <laughs> Is that Midnight Star? I think it's so, yeah. Like soulless dribble it's it's good (laughs) it's good i'm feeling it (laughs) (laughs) it's It's quality there i don't know why you're making fun of i'm not making fun it's just like could, could you listen to that no no it's called ascension millennium it's a good one. It's the one I always listen to when I go to his, his cat. Want, want the next highest one? That's oh, a, yeah. your 91 plays this feature Snoop Dogg. Oh, hell yes. I want that one. All right. Get it, get it. Oh, she Hit the club, tell him. Wow. They try to beat you down, they put you on the ground. They leave you lying there, they're looking now, they make a sound. But when we notice them, they check your life again. They make you beg from others, do nobody notice them. Just when you think it's all over. 
know I'm on the line, so what you gonna do? Every shot, right from execution. So what? What have you got to lose? We got nothing to lose, so baby, baby, let's go for it. Come on, let's go for it. We got nothing to lose. Where's the Snoop Dogg part come in? I don't know, but whatever Snoop Dogg got paid, it was way too much. <laughs> then he's got another one uh, called Seamless featuring uh, Fred Durst. Oh, wow. He gets them all. This is 33,000 plays for this one. God, that's all you can get with Fred Durst on it? <laughs> Jesus. It's good, man. <laughs> what I don't understand is how does how would that translate into a live performance? Beats me. You'd have to have 30 people on stage. Yeah. A lot of, lot of electronica, a lot yeah. of processing going on there. Yeah. That's not very good. That's for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what else Corey has to say. All right. Here we go. I mean, the bus broke down 10 times. It happened to be Marilyn Manson's bus. And I went, ah, so Manson sabotaged the bus. Mm -hmm. He had a button at his house that just made the bus break down. <laughs> What is he doing? He is just full of shit. Jesus. Do you think that it here? Here is my theory here. And you tell me if you think this is accurate. Do you think he has such yes men around him that anything that goes wrong, he, they just don't tell him the truth. They just tell him, Oh, it's this guy's fault. Oh, she's singing out of key. That's why you didn't draw any people tonight. Oh, yeah. oh. oh the bus <laughs> broke down at Marilyn Manson's doing that to you. You know, nobody can just say, well, it's because you fucking rented a bus for $600 a, a week instead of $1,500 a day. You know, again, I don't know if the bus belonged to Marilyn Manson or they were opening for Marilyn Manson and on the same bus as Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I don't know. That's true, too. I cannot imagine this music opening for Marilyn Manson. <clears throat> that just doesn't sound like it could be right, does it? I don't know. All right, here's some more. When I say happened to, I use that term lightly. 
Um, it happened to be also Marilyn Manson's bus driver. And it also happened to be Marilyn Manson's girlfriend that was part of the band or one of his girlfriends or whatever. So, uh, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> what a pudding head. <laughs> all right. So it's all Marilyn Manson's fault. Yeah. Well, he sabotaged his tour. What a clown. All right. You want more of this guy? I do. I, I'm All just right. drawn in. All right. Let's hear what else he's got to say. Do you, do you know who uh, put the infiltrators up to it? The infiltrators. All right. Stop it. The infiltrators. I got to give this guy credit right there. <laughs> Get somebody talking crazy. This guy's doing just what I did with fucking lips. When lips started going crazy, yeah, you, but, just, you just yeah. feed it to them. Yeah. <laughs> The infiltrators. That's what this guy, this guy's like, you know, this guy was sitting here. I don't know this guy from anybody, but I know this guy was sitting here and this guy started spewing his crazy shit. And he was like, oh shit, I got a home run here. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right. Good on him. All right. Here we go. Well, uh, if it smells like a horse and it looks like a horse, chances are it's a horse. So, so you think it was Marilyn Manson? Because I know you had some uh, pretty strong words about him. Uh, what was it last year? Yeah, yeah. Well, that was the reason why, because we collected all the evidence and we found out everything that we found out, which was that yes, he was heavily involved in trying to infiltrate that tour. There's a mass investigation going on. <laughs> we collected the evidence. <laughs> Hired a private investigator to find out what's going on here. Right. And they said, yep, Marilyn Manson got under the bus, under the, under the hood before the tour and put in old spark plugs. Right. <laughs> what is he talking about? The bus broke down. It's Marilyn Manson's fault. Yeah. And wouldn't Manson also suffer the consequences of his bus breaking down? You would think, or if, even if not, why, why would he say, if, if this guy was on tour with Marilyn Manson, which God knows why that would happen. But if that was indeed the case, why would he sabotage the bus for his opening act? He's the headliner. It's not like he needs to get more time. He can play as long as he wants to. He's the fucking headliner. <laughs> All right. Here's some more. I, I don't really know the reason. I can't tell you. Uh, other than the fact that we just know that he was behind the scenes of a lot of stuff. Um, do you do you remember any of the evidence apart yep. from what you've mentioned? It was the, the the tour bus and his relationship with some of the people. Right. I mean, like basically, you know, one day we're on the bus and the driver starts telling us this awful story, which I'm not going to repeat because I don't want to tell you know tales out of school. But let's just say you know the bus driver told us about this very abusive type behavior that he was exhibiting, and these girls were laughing and thought it was funny, and I was shocked by that. And then, um, as a result, uh, they kind of slipped up and he was like, well, I've seen you on here before. And she's like, what do you mean? I've seen you here before. And he's like, yeah, we saw you last summer. And she's like, oh, this is the same bus. And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, what are you guys talking about? You know? And that's what I'm wondering what he's talking about. What is he talking about? Yes. <laughs> I saw you on the bus before. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she she's one of the infiltrators. I guess so. 
All right, a little more. That kind of came out. Uh, so they, it wasn't just that, you know, the physical evidence we found later that attached certain things to certain things, but. I wonder what the DNA evidence has to prove here. We found Manson's DNA on the spark plugs. Right. And we knew, we knew at that point it had to be Maryland. We're getting ready to file charges against Brian Warner. Once his once his rape case is over, then he's going to file charges about sabotaging a bus on tour. Right. What is he doing? This is so bizarre. All right, here we go. Uh, they point blank said it right in front of us. You know, pretty much. How did how did those people get hired? Uh, through Facebook, unfortunately. See, I was very sloppy. Uh, you know, we were kind of desperate at the time because we had announced the tour. We had a really good band and then a couple of the band members fell out for one reason or another, they couldn't make it. And we had to scatter at the last minute to try and find new players. So I put out an open Facebook post and said, we were doing an open casting call for, you know, young females. And the saboteur swung right in there. Right. They were just waiting for us. Yeah. They were waiting in the wings for us to announce an open call and they just swooped right in. The minute he posted it, they said, aha, now we got him. Let's, so, let's get in there. Sure. <laughs> wow. This dude is delicious. So, so, so posting on a Facebook tour and just grabbing anybody who said, yeah, I'll, I'll do this. Yeah. That's always good to hire your fans to be your band. Good idea. All right, here we go. Who were attractive, who could play. <clears throat> instruments that were willing to wear this ridiculous costume on stage uh because you know i mean a lot of rock and roll girls don't really want to do that but um you know look at if you if you are willing to wear wings and a halo and and dress like an angel then you know you can come audition uh so we kind of left it open to anybody and the other thing we did was open our house up to people and let them stay there if they needed so it was kind of it was we were the perfect Translation, we let homeless people come and be in our band. Yeah, no wonder no wonder things didn't go well. You didn't hire professional people. Uh, you hired homeless people. <laughs> you hired anybody who decided to show up. Yeah. What? So so this was Marilyn's fault. Yeah. Somehow it's Marilyn Manson's fault. That, no wonder somebody sang out a key. Yeah, they were That's, homeless. Like, can you sing? Yeah, I can I can hum a tune. But You're they, hired. <laughs> they were just happy that, that they fucking had somewhere to sleep that night. I mean, what the hell is he doing? How do you how do you get yourself into this situation? Holy smokes. All right, here we go. Patsy. Do you think that the people uh who were responsible for this got what they wanted? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Total destruction of the tour. God. I love this interviewer guy though. He's doing exactly as he should. Yeah, because he's 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 can't believe what he's hearing. I, I love it though. He's just gonna keep on keep on asking and keep getting fed more and more crazy. This guy's fantastic. Good for him. All right, let's hear some more of this. 
absolutely. Well, the tour shut down, but I, you know, that was after the third tour. So we'd done three legs. And on the third leg, it wasn't necessarily because of them that it shut down. It was because of the fact that the Me Too movement had started and there was all this pressure on me to name names, name names, all this stuff. And that's when I actually decided to just kind of, you know, freeze everything and, you know, serve the higher good and make my documentary because I felt that that was what needed to happen at that point. Um, so sadly it definitely, you know, all kind of compounded, but, uh, they're not the reason the tour stopped, but they, they, you know, we're doing things like calling venues ahead of time and, and putting, um, let's say very dark bands ahead of a pop group as the opener. Uh, so like one of the things that we're doing on this tour to make sure something like that doesn't happen is we're, uh, putting in the contract that we have to approve every opener and make sure that it's got, you know, good pop sensibilities and, it's Corey Feldman with special guest dying fetus. <laughs> so, so basically the venues who basically uh, allow bands to open for these shows, who hand them a stack of tickets and say, here, you got to sell 80 pairs of tickets if you want to be on yeah. this opening thing. They're right. not going to sit there and vet these bands. They're just going to say, hey, you sold uh, 80 pairs of tickets. Good on you. You're in the third slot. Corey Feldman was special guest peeling flesh. <laughs> what, what, uh, what band gets to pick and choose who the openers are? The, the only thing the promoter cares about is selling tickets yeah. and if they can get a local band, even if they're shotgun wedding or some shit like that, who could sell tickets or go, yeah, you're on the, you're on the bill. That kid had a lot of money and they, they played a lot of big gigs. Yeah. You're on the bill. Yep. <laughs> Randy Trask, <laughs> Wicked Heart. Yeah. Randy would just buy his own ticket so he could play. Dude, yeah. I'm opening for fucking Slaughter, man. I'm opening for CC DeVille. Oh, this is going to be great. I only got to buy 200 tickets. Fucking Randy. <laughs> and he used to really buy those tickets. I that know. was the crazy part. Randy would get handed a hundred tickets at $15 a ticket or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he would buy them all. I know. And he would just give them to his friends. He wouldn't even try to sell them. Yeah. He, he spent uh, three grand to open up for uh, CC DeVille at, at uh, <laughs> Harpo's in Detroit. Fucking Randy. So, so not only did he have to go to Detroit yeah. and spend money to get there, he opened oh. for CC DeVille. Yeah. At, for three grand and paid money to, to do it. Yeah. Paid $3,000 for 30 minutes. Yeah. And that's probably what CC DeVille got paid. <laughs> probably three true grand for three grand. Probably true. Whew. Well, he should have tried to try to get the opening gig for Corey Feldman. If yeah, that, so if Corey would vet him, of course. So, so these saboteurs called ahead to the clubs to make sure that they had inappropriate bands opening up just to sabotage him and maybe booked them. Maybe, maybe they were, maybe they were also linked in with these, with these bands in every city. Mm -hmm. So some promoter is going to put some band on the bill that hasn't even sold a ticket hey, just you, to, just to make it a, a, a lopsided show. Hey, you guys are a death metal band, right? We want you to go open for Corey Feldman tonight. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a pop band and you guys are 180 degrees yeah. from that. What a psychopath. It's like, it's like, that's not how it works. Corey 
promoters want to make money. Yeah. They're not going to just put some band on the bill because somebody called ahead and said, Hey, put these fucking guys on. Yeah. No, it would be a good show. If you put in screaming fetus with them, that's perfect for the Feldman show. All right, let's book it. Can you get them? Can we get them? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris and Neely, are you guys mad or sad you didn't get to experience this yourselves? Well, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of I'm astonished not, it even happened. I would have loved to experience this myself. Are you kidding? This would have been fantastic. Oh boy! All right, let's hear some more of this guy. All there right. you go. You know, it's a normal rock band or pop band that's opening for us as opposed to some crazy demonic thing, which was happening quite a lot on the angelic tour, ironically. Um, not to belabor the point, but I know you've had some pretty strong words about uh, Marilyn Manson in the past. Have you been following some of the developments over the last couple of months and, and year? Um, I have, but it's really not something I want to get into. I just, I don't want to start throwing around suspicion and allegations just, uh, all i can say is i have yeah i don't want to throw any allegations around except for he sabotaged my tour and infiltrated it and put put spies in it that fucking sang out of key so that we would suck and booked bands that didn't fit with us on the bills <laughs> holy shit but other than that i don't want to say anything negative about my <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to i don't want any allegations thrown out yeah. there I don't want to say anything out of school here. Right. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Here we go. A lot of sympathy for any woman or any man or any child who's had to sacrifice their will or sacrifice their body because somebody else didn't respect them. Mm -hmm. You know, um, the most important thing I think in this world is that we have our sanctity uh, um, and our, our, right to decision making in our own body and what happens to our body and that is a very powerful important thing that each human being should have the right to and um and so yeah so i stand with all survivors well thank you Corey. all right he, he stands with all survivors he does he's a survivor that's good <clears throat> good so, for him so there's Corey feldman all right well, real quick before you go to before you go to music yes i just have one real quick and this is a real it's it's literally probably two minutes but it's okay. it's musical and it's topical so since we're talking about tours that aren't drawing any people and since last week we talked about this guy did you see the crowd that lou graham drew for the fucking fair what fair some state fairs what is this fair the ozark empire fair okay. in springfield missouri all right missouri yeah misery it would th this gig had to be misery for this guy sure now I'm, you haven't seen the picture yet i'm assuming I, right? I haven't seen anything i i was not aware of it at all i didn't even know lou graham was still out there playing solo oh, yeah. shows he's playing shows okay without seeing the picture take a guess and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna even give you a hint just from looking at the picture of the stage they anticipated i'm gonna say about 2500 to 3000 people okay 
Would you like to guess how many are there before you see the picture? 200. Way low or way high. Way high. Way high. Sorry. 20, 25. <laughs> Closer. <laughs> I'm thinking between 25 and 50 people. All right. Well, maybe, maybe it's not just us about getting people to go out and do well, stuff. It's not. I, I've heard from several bands that, it, that the audiences are down, but this, I, how many hits does Foreigner have? Foreigner has at what 20 hits? Yeah, but I mean, is he being announced as Lou Graham or is he gonna or formally a foreigner? I it depends on how they're I'm sure uh, they have to say foreigner. They have to say Lou Graham, former singer, ex-foreigner or something. They have to. Can't just say Lou Graham. But even Lou Graham, Lou Graham should draw more than this. Huh? Ready? Okay. Wait till you see this. If it ever loads. Come on, you son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that looks like the Fiori's gig. That that's what I'm saying. There's there's I mean, what do you think that is? The one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nine, about twenty-five people. Twenty-five people. That, that's that's about that's about what I can count right there. Ooh, <laughs> that's sad. Wow. And it's made even more sad with that picture that looked where they show what they expected. Yeah. They got the, everything all, all cordoned off. Yeah. That's, oh man, that is brutal. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Would you, would you like to see some video of the show? Yeah, sure. All right. Let's, uh, well, let's kill this. Of course, this is all fucking Facebook video, so I can't get it, but maybe we can share it. Let's see. Share. Let me get to not that. Share, share screen, upper tab. Uh, watch Lou Graham. Where are you at? Watch Lou Graham. Here we go. So here's Lou bringing it. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Pause it. Pause it. Got it. All right. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. I, I see 25. 25 people. Yeah, 25 people. For a guy that has sold 25 million records, if not tons more. Wow. Okay. All right. Here's, I'm going to start this over just so you can hear this guy right in tune, of course. Okay. He's, he's, he's well, well dialed in. Here we go. Here we go. Talking about the 
not doing a very good job justifying his Kelly Hansen statement, is he? No, Jesus. not at all. That and is and just just from the very early part of the video, yeah, that's the VIP section. <laughs> because the, the, the um, bleachers are behind the barrier. Oh, God. So, so I'm sure there are people in the bleachers, but that's probably the, you know, the, the VIPs, VIP, you know, the paid section. You, you know, wouldn't open it up when you had that few people. Well, it wouldn't be fair to the people who paid. I guess. Wow. Yeah, but I guarantee you that there's more people in the stands. But th these are the people who actually paid the extra money to be up front. Mm -hmm. I hope so, because this is pretty sad. Yeah. All right. Here's a little more of this. Cause, wow, his voice. I'd rather see the Kelly Hansen, wouldn't you? Sure, absolutely. Oof. All right, here we go. He almost looks like the corpse of Eddie Money. <laughs> he does. <laughs> looks like if Eddie Money came back from the dead. Exactly. Wow. All right. Mm. A little more. Go to one more chorus. <laughs> These daydreams, what do they mean? They keep haunting me. Are they wanting me? Day night, with the tag of the night, we try and find the answers. What is this dude right here doing? Are you watching him? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch now. I'll, I'll rewind back so that you can watch, watch him. And one of these girls here is rocking out, but you got to watch this dude with the, the with the thumb, on. yeah, with the thumb dance or whatever you call that. Jesus! All right, all right, all right here we go. What is that? I don't know. I've never seen that move before at a show. It's like he's jerking off in the air. Yeah. What is that move? Maybe he's jerking it to that 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 uh, brunette singer over there. Yeah, it could be. Hmm. All right, here we go. You know what? I'm going to disagree with you here. I think this is it. No, there when at the very beginning of the video. All right. Go all the way back. You'll see that there's uh, you know, security. Oh, all right. right. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I guess there is a couple. Yeah, so you got security here. All right. The the chunky girl in the red. Oh, what's she going to stop? Yeah, and She's keeping people from going down into the VIP section. All right. All right. People are up in the bleachers. Right. Oof, this is not looking good. I'm just watching Lou and he's only singing to these 20 people that are up front. Right. That or he doesn't, he can't see past them. One that's, two. My, that's my paying crowd. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. 
Here we go. Even this guy's looking up at this and go, what did I fucking buy? <laughs> Look at him, arms crossed. I mean, uh, like one of the biggest songs of Foreigner's history, and this guy's here with his arms crossed going, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> this is sad. You want more of this, or are you good? Uh, just a teeny bit more. All right, a little more of this. Wow, she's rocking. Come on. <laughs> what is he doing? He's doing the Herman Munster. Look at what is he doing? For God's sakes, retire, man. Disappointed! Oh, just retire, Eddie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that just makes me sad. <laughs> He's doing the Herman Munster dance. Up there. Yeah. Uh, barely moving. Uh, <laughs> Dude, he needs to be out on tour with Jack Russell's Great White so he can you borrow the stool. Yeah. My God. That's just... Doesn't it, doesn't it just pain you seeing this shit? It literally pains me yep. seeing that this is what's left of of guys that were our heroes when we were kids. A jukebox hero, nonetheless. Dude, I was so into this fucking guy. I was so into Foreigner. <laughs> and now that's what Foreigner is. Guy fucking barely able to move that sings all out of key, down tuned to the key of Q. It's like, holy fuck, dude. Come on. All right. Well, that's where we are. All right. Well, to tie it all together. All right. Since uh, Corey Feldman was in Lost Boys, mm -hmm. uh, Lou Graham 
actually had a song on the Lost Boys soundtrack. All right, there we go. A Lost in the Shadows. So okay, see how I wrapped that all up there. Look at that. Look at that segue. Wow. Yeah. So uh, here's Lou Graham from the Lost Boys soundtrack with Lost in the Shadows exclusively here on your classic metal. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja.